0: Time to go back to the beginning and do it all over again on Overview with Asteroid G. You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G, winner of the All-State Pre-Team Tournament three years running before being disqualified for not being a pre-team. I am your host, Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is...
1: Josh Schaefer, part three.
2: <laughs> what happened to the first
0: two?
1: Uh, you know.
3: <laughs> Black Belt Queen Bee. And Dex. The Snacks, yeah. The what? Bex the Snacks.
0: Bex the Snacks. It's
3: like, it's like Snake, but an X, so it
0: Bex The Snacks. I like it. <laughs> so today we are going to be discussing, as if you might not have already guessed, the Karate Kid series. A lovely overview here on Asteroid G as we go through all the movies and the new TV show that's been out for two seasons so far on YouTube Red. Before switching to Netflix for its upcoming third season, and apparently already a fourth season, because it's already been renewed for that, despite the fact the third season hasn't already debuted. So we're going to get into the meat of all of this so far, but let's go with the most topical part first off. Just in general, what are your guys' thoughts on Cobra Kai?
1: The, the, the Are you talking about the organization or the television program? Either, either, either <laughs> or, whatever. Well... 1980s/1990s slash Josh would have told you that Cobra Kai is an organization for bad people, maybe even fascist type people. Okay. But but modern day Josh would tell you that it's uh it's a very ambiguous thing and I'm not sure who the bad guy is in Cobra Kai. <laughs> so it, but
0: Yeah, we'll we'll get into those plot details in a bit. But B, what do you think of the TV show. For the
2: show, the show is amazing. I was I was very apprehensive. I really liked the the karate kid movies to start, except the one with Hilary Swank, which was stupid. Um <laughs> and then uh Cobra Kai. I was apprehensive because I was going, okay, is it gonna be like 1980s kind of television, or is it gonna be like, you know, where are we gonna come into this? And actually I was pleasantly surprised. I actually really like it. It's very engaging. Um And yes, Josh is correct. You don't know who the bad guy actually is, because when they compare things within the show, it's like, huh, Daniel is still a hothead and Johnny is still, you know, didn't ever really learn his lesson, but he's become softer over the years, as some some adults actually do become softer over the years. So it was very real. And I really liked it.
0: Bex, your thoughts?
3: Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty much the same. It, it's just, I, I came into it expecting, like, a mockumentary kind of, vibe, like, yeah, like, it wasn't going to be serious at all, and then all of a sudden it's hitting us with the, the truth <laughs> of the life and shit, and I'm just like, whoa, I did not sign up for this? What? You know, thoroughly not disappointed either. I'm actually impressed, especially with all the little nods they gave to the movie and such and just, you know, they, they lovingly did this. Mm-hmm.
0: So let's go back to the beginning of the series and we'll we'll start covering through all of it right now. And that takes us back to 1984 for the very first movie in the series, The Karate Kid.
3: Where coffee... I wasn't even born!
1: <laughs> wow. I was just born. I was born in 1984,
3: so <laughs> I was 85 boy!
1: So,
0: Daniel Russo is a New Jersey kid dragged across the country by his mom, so she can accept a job at a restaurant, of all places. Uh, and he does not fit in with the high school that he's at. Doesn't really make any friends outside of the girlfriend that he meets. Shoe Elizabeth Shoe's character, whatever her name was, Allie or something?
1: Allie Mills.
0: Allie Mills. Yes. Yeah. So, she's really the only person he knows or hangs out with during the course of the movie. So, their their love connection is pretty much set in stone, because... Who else is he going to fall in love with or even be friends with? He has no one. Uh, poor kid. But the the girl he's interested in, Allie, uh, is the the ex-girlfriend of Johnny, our villain for this one. Well, villain-ish. He's, he's, villain
1: in, in quotation marks. Yeah,
0: because as we learn in that movie, and this is one thing that I really liked about the first Karate Kid, that the, the second movie kind of plays on, but really the TV show goes with as well, is the fact that, Johnny is just doing as he's learned. Johnny is just kind of operating within, like, the the grouping, the clique that he's in, which is not just being a popular kid at school, but also being part of the Cobra Kais, which is, you know, no-mercy-to-the-death kind of karate fighting. And getting on their bad side, because Johnny still wants his girl back and the girl doesn't want anything to do with him, puts uh, our, our hero Daniel-san... Uh, at odds with Johnny, and if not for Miyagi, the janitor at his apartment building, who takes him under his wing and teaches him Miyagi Do Karate, John, uh, Daniel would probably just be a beat up little pulp of the kid for the rest of his high school career. But instead, becomes a karate fighting force and takes on Johnny on the mat at the All Youth Karate Tournament or whatever it's
1: called. All Valley Youth Under Eighteen All Valley <laughs> Karate. Tournament. Yeah,
0: that really just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it?
1: It was the 80s. It was a different time. <laughs> That's karate for you.
0: <laughs> so, I re- I don't remember much of this movie growing up. Like, I didn't really get a good watch of this film until a few couple months back when I did it for just the website. I, I guess it's the thing of, I didn't see it in theaters uh, with UB and the rest of the sisters. I just kind of caught bits and pieces of it on HBO and I was actually impressed by how good the movie was. It's It's very 80s. It's very montagey '80s. You know, Daniel goes from not knowing karate to doing some painting, and suddenly it's been two months and he knows karate. Uh, but despite the the cheesy '80s tunes and the cheesy '80s fashions, it's actually, in all honesty, not a bad
2: riff on Rocky.
1: No, I mean it's it's literally Rocky. And it just pretty much. yeah yeah. And okay. he wins.
2: Wait, let me give you some some background here. Um, I did not go to the theaters to see Karate Kid. I was not interested as a kid in 1984. Fair. However, in 1990, no, in 1986, okay. Karate see. Kid had become so popular uh-huh. that it became a reading assignment for, I think I was in... What uh high school. So it was I think my f- freshman year. They had a reading assignment where you had to like read through it like a play. Wow. Yeah. And I got to be <laughs> Allie in that scenario. So that was very fun for me. Um <laughs> and then, and then, ended then ended I the story
0: afterwards. Went,
2: and then I went and and actually at HBO um decided to watch the Karate Kid. And I think at that point Karate Kid 2 mm-hmm. had already just come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and so that's that's where my my love of Karate Kid came into. Now I have taken martial arts. I think uh, Bex the Snacks has also taken uh, a form of Taekwondo Josh or Karate K. or mm-hmm. Oh Josh too? So uh, yeah, three
3: I of I mean,
0: us have some
2: kind of martial art background. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm the weenie that hasn't taken anything except dance.
3: <laughs> Close enough. It was
1: interpretive dance, so it doesn't count. I
2: did tai chi Center but stage. Dance. okay um and then uh so just you know fun facts of of certain things that are going on in this movie is that in Cobra Kai they do have a lot of recall of the people who were in the original movie so I'm really excited to see and they probably are going to bring back Elizabeth Shue as Allie because she just ended her stint on the boys yeah
0: she's got nothing better going on I'm sure she'll come back but yeah, you yeah. you do raise a good point. the The new TV show is very caught up, especially in the first movie. Although it makes reference to the second and third ones, doesn't make any reference to the fourth ones because most people don't care about it. But it makes reference to the, the the trilogy, but it really emphasizes the third or the the first one uh, and mm-hmm. the dynamic between Daniel and Johnny and the dynamic between Daniel and Miyagi that they try and copy over to, like, Johnny and the kid that he trains, Miguel, and then Daniel and his two students, his daughter, and then Johnny's son, neither of whose names I can remember because I'm terrible with names. But, like, there, th- there's a lot of paralleling of those kinds of things and callbacks to the original movie. So, at the very least, if you want to be prepared for the new show, the two seasons that are out and the new seasons that are going to be coming, watching the first movie feels like essential watching.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the the TV show does do a, because I couldn't find a copy of the original trilogy quick enough to watch it, but it doesn't, yeah, I mean, I remember it pretty well. I've, I've watched it quite a few times, but, um, the Cobra Kai has enough, uh, I guess flashbacks Mm -hmm. of the original movies that I didn't feel like there was any missing information. Like they fill you in. Yeah. They fill you in.
0: Yeah. And the few jokes that you that uh, they make that aren't due to a flashback or something because there's they they have fun poking fun at themselves from time to oh, time. Yeah. the um, <laughs> the how do you want me to wash these windows? Who gives a shit? Like just just yeah. wash them, yeah. <laughs> like things like that. You just you know the lines innately, and it doesn't matter whether or not you have a flashback. These are just key moments that everyone knows from these films. Yeah, yeah. So the second but one, unless the Max, Did you have anything to add?
3: Uh no, no, I'm good. Okay.
0: So the second one. Thank
3: you. Yeah, don't no,
0: are welcome. The second one. We have uh Johnny, not Johnny. Johnny's not in this movie. Well, he kind of is for like 5 seconds, but uh, Daniel LaRusso. Yeah, uh after the end of the tournament when Ali just magically disappears and no one seems to care. Uh, <laughs>
2: Oh, done. no, she, she decides to go to a college. I mean, they do well, mention they, this
0: in the second uh, movie. She dumps him at prom to go be with someone yes. else and go to college. But if you will note, that was because they basically wrote the actress out because Elizabeth Shue is missed not appearing in this movie. So right. I mm-hmm. think I, I have a feeling that if she'd actually wanted to be in it or they had wanted to continue that love story at all, that would have had a very different intro and she would have been there. It's just conspicuous that... They walk out of the building they were just in where Allie was there, and Allie is nowhere to be found. Since Didn't she like, ride over there with them? Like, dude, that's rude. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, once we get past that, and the whole end of the tournament and all that jazz, Miyagi gets news that his father is dying. Uh, Miyagi fled from Japan years and years ago uh, to avoid a fight with his best friend because they were both in love with the same woman. He has to go back to Japan, and Daniel, of course, goes with him, because one are these, the, the movie is not Mi- Miyagi, the movie is the Karate Kid, so the Karate Kid has to be involved. So they go to Japan, and that immediately mires both of them in the bullshit of the same feud from the best from before that Miyagi doesn't want to fight over. He left to try and save face for everyone, but his friend of 30 years ago is still holding a grudge, and so basically they have to figure out how to ease tensions and get the friendship back, all while at the you know same time karate fighting happens.
2: Okay, but you're 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 missing on a, a key point here. At the end of the first movie, in the beginning of the second movie, Miyagi basically lays out John Kreese, who is the teacher of Cobra Kai at that time. Lays him out flat, gives him a bloody nose, and he is disgraced. You know, dishonor and his cow and all. That That is basically where we've gone with this. So Yeah, I mean, that's, um, that's it's influential. In, it's important. Yeah, it's, it's important it's, for Cobra Kai. It's not influential to them, no. but
0: it really feeds into the third movie, which is where it's more important, because then it feeds that feeds into Cobra Kai and the storyline of the second season of the show. But as far as right. like the plot of the second movie, this is an addendum that we're only going to really get back to afterwards.
2: Yeah, I don't know if they're actually going to bring anything from the second movie back. I mean, they kind of they kind of did with regards to the tree that yeah. The the bonsai trees that Daniel loves so much cuz that was all about uh second movie too. So
0: Second and third, yeah, the bonsai second trees movie. and then the third becomes yeah. his like business enterprise with Miyagi which as we learn in the TV show fails. But yeah, right. there there's a lot of that too. But yeah, like they give him a wife in the TV show. Uh, Even though, like, by the end of the second movie, he had a girl that he was really interested in, who they then write out in the third movie. Um, And it's like you could have brought any of these ladies back if they were interested and like built off the relationship they had from the movies in the new TV show. And I gotta tell you, I liked the uh, love interest from the second movie. I thought she was pretty cool.
2: The Uh, Japanese one who wanted to be a dancer. The dancer, yeah,
1: yeah. Also, that's not
2: realistic.
1: I want to add too that have you guys seen the trailer for the third? I have not watched it.
0: I uh, like when it comes to shows that I'm already invested in. I tend not want to watch trailers because I just don't want any spoilers.
1: Yeah. So I won't. I won't spoil this though. Okay. But there is something in there um, that indicates that the second Karate Kid movie will come into play.
0: Ooh! Hello! Very cool.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. no one cares. I won't. I for. don't want to spoil it. So, but, so, but.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. The second movie, though, like. I like it. I like the change of scenery. I like, like, em- emphasizing Miyagi's storyline and making the movie as much about him as daniel but at a certain point, it then just kind of becomes a rehash of the first movie all over again.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. the third movie was kind of the same. Oh and... my
0: god, third one's so ter- terrible about that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Third no, movie like, was kind of boring.
0: Yes! Thank you. The third movie is the first one again, uh, like to a T another, another, the same tournament a year later, even though Daniel's now what, like three years old, older and the movie kind of acknowledges that. And like, right. Yeah.
2: But he's allowed to fight because he's the champion.
0: Yeah. And then they they make a rule for this one movie where he does, he doesn't even have to fight any of the previous fights, just the championship fight, which never comes up again. Um, (laughs) yeah, the, the third movie is kind of a mess, but the whole story of it, as you were talking about from the second one at the start of the second movie, uh, Kreese has beaten the shit out of Johnny for Johnny failing to win the tournament. So Miyagi goes and beats the shit out of Creese, And as we learned at the, at the start of the third movie, Creese has like lost his business and lost all face. And is just a sad sack wretch of a man. So yep. he, he goes and talks to an old military buddy of him who's somehow fantabulously wealthy. And they, the two of them hatch a scheme where they're going to like, ruin Daniel and ruin his chances of winning so that the Cobra Kai tournament or dojo will once again win the tournament and they will be fabulously wealthy once more. It's a very confused and stupid plot line. Yeah, and it doesn't
2: doesn't work at all. It doesn't even hold water. It doesn't make sense. It's
0: so boring. And, like, they give Daniel a girl, uh, but because the actress who played her was underage at the time, she can't even be a love interest because that was creepy. So they're just kind of friends, and then she just vanishes halfway into the film. Like, it's yeah, a mess.
2: Like it. it doesn't work.
0: It doesn't work. None of it works. Crease is a good villain. They didn't need the other villain, the, the rich guy, because he's just terrible. And, like... Johnny is just, just gone, and Johnny was one of the only interesting characters in the Cobra Kai to begin with. So you've got, like, a bunch of random no-name Cobra Kais who want to fight Daniel. like, why am I supposed to care? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, it's not a great movie at all.
2: No. No, but Cobra Kai is a good show. Well,
0: so... will get to that. We'll get to that. We will get to that. We do have two other movies that we have to touch upon first. Uh, we don't
2: really have to. I mean, <laughs> we don't have to.
0: <laughs> well, we do have. We have the Hillary Swank movie, the next Karate Kid. The next, which yep. was awful. Okay, you know, the first half isn't bad, but it just kind of gets caught up in like rehashing the same storylines just with a new character, and then gets really and, and
2: a new villain who is kind of. The same kind, kind of, of villain.
0: Crease, but a military school teacher who then encourages his students to like destroy public property, set a car on fire, and almost murder someone. And you're sitting right. there going, How are any of you people not in prison after this? Like, yeah. what? But Hilary's no, like <laughs> wasn't bad. But the, no, she was the, official,
2: the official villain in um, The Next Karate Kid was Alpha Elite. That's That's their name.
0: No, it was the teacher. It was Michael Ironside. That's, <laughs> I don't even know what the teacher's name was. He's just literally Michael Ironside. Like that's, he's got a villain name all on his own. He doesn't need to have a character name.
2: But the the alpha elite is the school, so. Yeah,
0: yeah the, 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 the group of people who like act as patrols in the school and are just bullies to everyone. So they're both the cool kids and yet the nerdy patrols at the same time. Figure that shit okay. out.
2: So you're talking about the, the fourth movie to talk about. You're talking about the kind of reboot, the reboot. of The Karate Kid yeah. where um, Smith. Will Smith, yes, um Jaden Smith goes to China. China. Yep. And again, that would not be karate.
0: No,
2: that's Kung Fu. Kung Fu. That Kung Fu. Yep. So Which, it was really should to be the Kung Fu Kid.
0: Yeah, isn't there a line in the movie where the kid's like, I'm learning karate. And Jackie Chan's character has to be like, bitch, you're learning Kung Fu.
1: I right? probably
0: yeah yeah like we i get you're reusing the same storyline so you can tell rocky again for like the fifth time at this point but dude it's not karate it just right it wasn't a bad movie but it was a completely unnecessary movie rendered especially so by the tv show
2: uh, and yeah. to be fair i actually like it because i am a fan of jackie chan and i am a fan of jaden smith Regardless of what he I think he's he's gender
3: something. Is Smith oh, is he like nine non binary? Maybe. Yeah. Oh. He changed oh, his gender, cool. I think. Oh well good for yeah.
0: him. good for them. So, hey. Yeah, yeah well,
2: for whatever yeah. he wants to be, you you be that. I'm yeah. I'm proud of you. Um but uh I'm a fan of his, I'm a fan of Will Smith, I'm a fan of Jada Smith, the entire Smith family. Um I could watch in anything and be very happy. Except for um, you know what? I even enjoyed that because wow. I, I let I let the entire badness of the movie because I really like Will Smith. OK, um, OK. <laughs> I was like, going, man, I know you can make money, but come on. <laughs> um, but to be fair, uh, it was not a bad movie and I actually enjoyed it for what it was. But you're right. It is a kung fu movie, not a karate movie. And I really like Jackie Chan. So. Um, If we were to do a love it or hate it, I'd probably be on the love it side rather than
3: the hate it side. There's an idea. Yeah, and I would probably be with B on that because I remember enjoying it when I did see it. Granted, it's probably been more than 10 years. It
0: lo- yeah. I will tell you the moment the movie loses me. It loses me at the climax when they have to do this bad CGI wirework thing for him to do his backflip kick to knock the kid over because the basic crane kick from the original movie wasn't good enough. And it looks yeah. atrocious. It's so yeah. bad. And I'm like, it... really? Yeah.
1: yeah. And also, the United States was the only place that called it the Karate Kid. It yeah. was called the Kung Fu. <laughs> it was called the Kung Fu Dream in China. <laughs> wow. And South Korea called it The Best Kid.
0: Well, I, I, you have to wonder if those movies, the original movies, actually came out overseas for them. Because like China has very strict limits on how many U.S. movies will they'll allow to be imported and released in theaters. So it's a possibility the name The Karate Kid, or whatever they called it there, didn't hold the same weight. So calling it that wouldn't have mattered.
2: Mm-hmm. Fun fact, China feels the same way about Will Smith as I do.
3: that's
0: that actually leads into a topic that's not at all related to what we're discussing but it is worth touching upon uh big overblown action movies with very expressive actors do well in overseas markets just because the fact that when you have to overdub things or subtitle them or whatever uh what they're looking for at that point is flashy stuff and expressive faces that they can read and enjoy without like the delivery of the lines carrying through So yeah.
2: Another another fun fact, though, is when you have Samuel L. Jackson in a movie, he does all of his own redubs. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Okay, so back to the Karate Kids.
0: Okay, so we're we're since we're way off topic at this point, so we are through the movies, and I think it's good to before we move any further to like rank them. And I would personally, I would do one and two, then probably the remake, then four, then three.
1: Yeah, I think I honestly would have the same.
3: Yeah, agreed. Okay. So and don't forget about that.
1: Where where would <laughs> you place the animated crowdy Kid?
3: Yeah, I haven't
0: watched it. It's probably trash, though.
1: It's not very good.
0: Yeah, it's I not- wasn't I- aware
2: there was one.
0: Yeah, there's a- there is one. The Miyagi and Daniel, who are not voiced by their original actors, uh, go on an exploration to find mystical artifacts and something. I- it only went twelve episodes and then died in 1989. Oh. So.
1: It was thirteen episodes.
2: Whatever.
1: Um. But it, I it was. I used to watch it because uh, I was how old was it? I was like five or six yeah. in nineteen eighty nine. So it was on that Saturday morning block. Yeah. On um, I think it was on ABC NBC. I don't remember, or but
0: Wikipedia. Notes, but I don't know.
1: I tried <laughs> to watch some on some clips on YouTube and it was trash.
0: Yeah, I would probably rank it higher than I would the what Jellico Karate Kid two video game. Huh. i I watched parts of that one that is hot garbage so oh yeah the
1: karate kid video games are terrible
0: yeah so so you know the the next karate kid much better than that the tv (laughs) show though let's let's get into this because i feel like this is our real meat of the discussion here and i as you guys touched upon i will reiterate i was surprised at how good that tv show really was i was actually for the first 10 episodes legitimately angry at how oh. good that TV
1: show Same. was. Same. Yeah, I was expecting it to be kind of garbage, like yeah. I think Becky said. And I was like, man, I don't want to watch this for a stupid podcast. Like, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But second episode, I was like, Josette and I finished it in one day, like all both seasons. Like,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. We, we finished it in two days. I, and before we suggested it, because it, it just flew by. It's yeah. like so easy to watch, and you're not like going, Oh okay. There were some scenes that were like a, a little bit 80s and 80s drama and cheesy, for the yeah. right drama for drama's sake. But um it was really good. The only the only thing I don't really embrace is his wife and I think Daniel's wife and I think it's because she's too good for him. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah there's I, yeah. I, I think Becky you'll probably touch upon this as well. She comes across as kind of bitchy at the start of the season. Like, the first season. But then you realize that it's just because of the, like, the the relationship she had with Daniel and how it's already changing by the time the first couple episodes come around. And, like, at a certain point you recognize that she's grounding him in a way that Miyagi kind of did. And, but she doesn't care about karate. So the second he gets into karate, the two of them just start really growing apart. And you're kind of like, girl, you can do better.
2: Exactly. Exactly, but... You know, I keep I'm sitting there trying to psychoanalyze their marriage. That's the problem.
1: He's yes. he has money, and I think it was also like like he's just reverted. Like I think she even says that it's, she's like, is this some sort of weird midlife crisis? But he's essentially reverting back to his like 17 year old self. Yeah, pretty much. With with like childish rivalries, and you know, like, and I'm really glad that the the Cobra Kai television show, like Johnny straight up tells Daniel's like you cheated in the tournament there was like you kicked me in my face and yeah. and uh and it kind of from Johnny's perspective you know he's telling uh, uh Miguel that you know like this is all the shit that Danny did to me when I was in high school like what a fucking jerk like I didn't do anything to him like you know so like it's it's cool to see both sides of the story and it kind of adds to the Well, who's actually the the guy I'm supposed to be rooting against? Like, I'm not sure.
2: Well, if if any of you guys have watched uh, How I Met Your Mother, uh, the character played by Neil Patrick Harris, uh, they have like an entire arc about how he loves the Karate Kid. And he's on the side of Cobra Kai Uh because he said, Daniel basically ruined Johnny's life kind of thing. So. And I think that's when this whole Cobra Kai thing came into development ideas is uh-huh. when they came together for that episode.
0: Yeah, because yeah, I think,
1: so, I think so too.
0: both the actors showed up for it and did some fun with it and so forth and all of that. And it, it, it sp- spurned on the idea that they could actually do a revival of this because of that. But it, it, it is a point to be made. The movie, from Daniel's perspective, paints Johnny as this this overtop villain. But when you get the background of Johnny's side of it, like, how he grew up, as we see on the TV show, the crap that he had to go through, uh, the training that he was given. Yes, he is kind of villainous at times, but there's certainly revisionist history on both sides of it. So...
3: Yeah, and and I also feel like that they're kind of... They're coming at it... I love how they're coming at it from the two different angles Things That's such my jam. But it, it's, like, two different kinds of traumas and then what happens when they meet? Uh-huh. And uh-huh. it's it's just a wild psychological thing to witness.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: I think it's interesting. the The first season like goes through it, and of course, it builds to the all youth whatever tournament um, because that's how these things work. And the, the first show, the first season of the show, very much wants to kind of like parallel the movie, but from the opposite perspective of the Cobra Kai. Uh, And you see Johnny, like, doing the same kinds of things with his students that Kreese did with him up to a point. But then when, like, his students start acting too out of hand or they try and start cheating in the tournament, he like, instead of, like, the teacher encouraging them, he's sitting there going, What the fuck are you doing, guys? Stop. This is a tournament and we need to play fair. This is exactly the opposite of what I wanted to do.
2: Yeah. Uh, that's exactly the the whole. I, that's why I re- I actually like Johnny's character. Yeah, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't find him as abrasive as Daniel Grusso's character. Yeah, um, oh yeah, because he, you would think that Daniel would have griven, um, grown out of his hot headedness by now. Um, even with Miyagi dying, it doesn't, you're not going to have it come back as, as strong as, as Daniel's been playing it. But you also see, because they have a few episodes where they come together because his wife and his girlfriend are like, you know, we should sit at the same table because they show up at a restaurant together. And you find out they're basically very similar and they're really trying to help kids, And, you know, uh, bring back some kind of peace to and to all these kids who are getting bullied. They really just want to help the kids who are getting bullied across the board and recenter his daughter and recenter Johnny's son, who is under Daniel's purview. And then you have Johnny, who is basically he is kind of in the world we live in, the society we live in, it is abuse, but it's, it's soft abuse to the point of don't be such a pussy. So yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not something that anybody wants to admit to, but sometimes, and I'm not saying that I condone it. So don't, you know, reach out and tell me how terrible person I am. But sometimes you, it, it, for some people, you basically have to hit them upside the head and say, stop it. Stop being so <laughs> weak. You You are better than this. And yeah, and some I'm people sorry. need to hear it a different way. No, that's all.
3: Yeah, yeah, and I, I kind of want to take that and springboard off of it because I just had this realization of like going back through the movies and up to you know the TV series is where between Miyagi and the the Cobra Kai Sensei, where it's like, okay, Miyagi, Danny needed Miyagi because Danny was a freaking hothead, and Miyagi was very like tone that shit down even yourself out whereas yeah whereas johnny he had to he was raised through some shit so Mm -hmm. he kind of needed to be tough through that Mm -hmm. so i i think that that was almost a demonstration whether they realized it or not where it's like they're teaching the kids to get through their own crap in the way they that they kind of needed to, Danny with a, you know, trying to not be as much of a hothead and Johnny with, well, you're in the shit, so you got to toughen up.
0: You got to find a way through it.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, because, like, I th- I didn't think that Johnny's methods were too different than Daniel's throughout Cobra Kai, but...
3: Oh, yeah, that's what I love, yeah. too, because it's like he took the the shitty... He, he was trying to take the good stuff out of his shitty teachings, mm-hmm. like or yeah. the way he was taught. He's like, yeah. "Wait, there's an essence here that's really cool," and and it's like how he got that that one kid to toughen up, um, to not like just be a victim with stuff anymore. Granted, you know, then you kind of get to see how it can be taken too far. Yeah. But yeah, I think even you're about then, like Hawk. yeah, Hawk. Yeah. And even then, Johnny, Johnny realizes, wait, okay, you know, it, it's it's finding that path of, like, okay, yeah, pushing them, and it's like, okay, wait, maybe, maybe reel it in some, like, responsible toughness, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah but that, and that's the thing, like, like uh, one thing that I wish my martial arts studio, or I did, you know, Taekwondo, well, I, it's all online now because of pandemic, but, like, when we would spar and stuff, it'd be like, you know, we'd have pads on and stuff, and it's like, you know, only use ten percent of your power because you don't want to hurt the other person. But you know, if oh, you're in a f- pads, yeah, like like I got, I get told because I hit too not hard. Not like that. No, <laughs> so, I mean, like I get it for the kids, but like, but like some of the the adults out, they're like, you can go as hard as you want because Are like that's good? how you. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but I mean, that's how you learn how to fight. Like if if you're in a fight. You know, and like this is kind of like the Cobra Kai aspect. They're not going to just be like, okay, well, let's put these pads on real quick. You know, like right. you have to get hurt. Right. A I'm bit.
2: I'm not going to hit you in the uh, convenience store. Why don't you go outside and put some pads on? Then we'll we'll take it outside.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> like I'm not going to be like, well, hold on a second. Let me take my shoes off real quick because <laughs> <Exactly>. you know. <laughs> but yeah,
3: that's
1: yeah, and I and I and I think mine m- might be because it's more. Kid oriented because it's like they cater to children, yeah. but yeah, I want to. Josh, it's I'll, because
2: you're a big kid. Just own it.
1: Oh no, like I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm six five and I weigh three hundred pounds. Like, <laughs> like if I went full force on someone, like it's it's gonna Ooh. hurt. So I get that, yeah. and I want to do that, but like I, I can see Johnny's thing is like, okay, well, like the episode where he's like everyone gets punched in the face. Yeah, like because it's it's true. Like once you get punched in the face once, you don't need to like that shit hurts, but you're not afraid of it because
3: it's already you know, happened. It's yeah. already happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that's what I did like about my karate um, sensei is, I mean, we did use pads sometimes, but he like, never especially
2: backs. Back, so I was at some of your things, and he don't oh. he don't ha-
3: hold back. Oh no, he doesn't, and it's it's fantastic. He's he's very <laughs> measured. Um, And it's like, especially when we're practicing and light sparring, um, and and we we do these exercises where it's like we're hitting bone against bone because he's like, you know what, you got to strengthen your bones because when you're Mm -hmm. up against something, someone, you know, as Josh was saying, you're not going to have pads. The pads are basically trying to help you with, you know, in case your form is a little wrong, be like, that's how I broke my foot. Um, And because I decided to kick someone's knee a few different times because they moved it in the wrong spot when they weren't supposed to but anyway um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but and yeah it's just this nice realization of okay so this is what it feels like when I punch someone in the stomach this is what it feels like when I get punched and so it's not not a surprise
1: well because half of fighting is learning how to take the punch too mm-hmm. yep well, I think that, that's so, a
0: lesson that i think the show to a certain extent tried to teach its characters in the first season and as you said with the way the cobra kai teachings go pushed it too far i am that as does actually make me curious about third season because without too much spoilers johnny is not part of cobra kai anymore uh by the end of the third se- second season so where he goes and what he does as a sensei from that point forward I'm kind of wondering if he's gonna join up with like Miyagi Do or something and bury the hatchet with Daniel, and the two of them will start centering off of each other or something, which could be here. But, but to get back to my point, you had the kid, the nerdy kids that were friends with Miguel. Uh, both of them try and join the dojo, uh, Cobra Kai. One of the two of them, like. uh, leaves, and then goes and joins Miyagi-Do eventually, and he's terrible at fighting, but eventually gets just strong enough to defend himself, which, good for him. The other one, like, bails out, and then immediately comes back, and has gotten a back tattoo somehow, and has, like, a uh, mohawk, and starts calling himself Hawk, and goes hardcore into Cobra Kai, and just becomes this, like, defensive thug, and, like, for a little while, you cheer for him, because he's toughened up, and he, like, the teaching said, it's like, you, life is beating you down. You need to find a way to toughen yourself up so you can take it. But then he goes too far. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's both uh, like the show is, it, it presents heroes and villains, but it also is happy to like let them transition from one to the other and back to show that they're growing and evolving and learning or not learning
3: or whatever. Yeah. Go ahead. I, and I appreciate how they, they, bring it as not a purely linear thing because life lessons are so rarely linear like that it's like okay you got it and then you're kind of like missing it and then you come back and i yeah i like it yeah
1: okay Mm -hmm.
3: so and and was josh gonna say something
1: no i was pretty much gonna say that but in
3: oh (laughs) (laughs) well one thing I do want to touch on before I forget, because I keep remembering, but then um, not, uh, is the quality of the karate from the first movie until, you know, Cobra Kai. Oh, my God. Cobra Kai is so much better. Like you, you can tell yeah, they're actually, actually martial yeah. artists. Yeah.
1: They
2: yeah. Yeah. do the martial art training so that everybody looks like they're actually doing martial arts, which is great.
0: Yeah, no the uh the karate in the first three movies is pretty laughably bad, especially when Miyagi starts doing it because you could tell Pat Morita had no clue what he was doing with that. Uh, one improvement Jackie Chan brought to his film, uh, <laughs> that's the one thing I would actually credit uh, Hillary Swank for is it actually looked like even if she didn't do a lot of it, she did some karate training, so like what maneuvers she pre- performed seemed halfway plausible.
3: Agreed. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: So, but yeah, no the karate in the in the TV show is. Oh, much better. Like, it's it's actual karate.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, when I, I watch them do katas, I'm just like, yes.
0: Yes! So, I guess, I mean, this has been going for a little while. Do we have any other topics to touch on for Karate Kid? Any final thoughts? Anything like that? Just it's real really good. good.
2: Yeah, if you're, if you're listening to this and we haven't encouraged you to to go watch it, go watch it. It is really good.
0: Yeah, they, they do enough flashbacks in the show that even if you haven't seen the movies in a while or ever you're not really missing out. You might you might not get some of the dynamics between Johnny and Daniel, but they kind of fill you in on a lot of that. And what what's vital, like, of the show is presented in the show. So if you're not a fan of the Karate Kid movies, you don't have to worry about that. This show pokes fun enough of it to, like, get you invested in the fact that they... They have a little bit of tongue-in-cheek, but they're gonna take the story in different directions. And I think just in all respects, the... The setup, the karate, the acting, the storyline, all of that, it is a vast improvement over the movies that came before, and I actually like the first two movies.
1: Yeah, I do too. Nice.
0: Alright, well in that case, this has been Not So Live from Asteroid G. I am Sensei Mike Finkelstein.
1: Thank you, Sensei. <laughs>
0: you are welcome. Domo. Ten flips now. Domo.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm Josh Schaefer. I should probably say that too, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm Queen B with a black belt. And I'm Bex the Snicks.
0: And we will see you next time.